Welcome again to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. <laughs> you can do better. Come on, you can do better. I've heard you do better. <clears throat> Welcome to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. Welcome back to the Babbleheads Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We have a special guest with us today. Oh, he's special, all right. Uh, wizard on the drums. <laughs> Twitch streamer just officially affiliated. We have the legendary Dan Sanborn with us. The Welcome man. Dan. The myth. Thank you. The legend. So uh, we're going to start this a little bit differently. Uh, we got us six mystery flavor sodas. Yes. So a whole six pack of who knows what. Yep. So we're gonna try it and uh, see how it goes. Uh, we have our lovely assistant here. Yep. My wife. <laughs> here, the, the, the wife. The wife. Yeah, the the wife. So let's start with whatever this. Cheers, is. Cheers, whatever this is. Oh, that's tasty. Ooh. That one's good. It tastes a little bit like Robitussin. Like carbonated. No, it does not taste like <laughs> Robitussin. <laughs> it tastes like um. No, like Jones soda. Yeah. Yeah, it's it definitely got cane sugar. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. This is a cane sugar soda. Start with that. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't have that high fructose corn syrup like yeah, that, 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 that coating that you get from the yeah. corn syrup. You hear that noise in the background. That's the sound of satisfied shot glasses hitting the garbage. Yes. <laughs> um, so what was that flavor, Katrina? Yeah, reveal the Strawberry? flavor. Strawberry? No, that was the, that was the, uh, yeah, that definitely had strawberry, strawberry? in it. Elderberry? It is called Rueberry. Okay. Oh, rueberry. It is twigs of rueberry. So here, come on over to the microphone so we can all hear the, the wonders. It, it says twigs rueberry. It's since 1957 made with 100% real sugar. Ooh. Oh, okay. So I was close on the real sugar yeah. thing. You yeah. didn't have that high fructose, <laughs> that taste to it. In 1951, Floyd Hartwig, or Twig as he was known around town, started Twig's Beverage in Wisconsin. 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 With a humble beginning, Floyd would sell a case of soda to use money to buy a loaf of bread for his wife and family. Sixty years later, Twig's Beverage still remains a family business. And he still can only buy a loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) Valuing traditions created from modest origins, staying true to its roots, Twig still makes soda in authentic glass bottles. Take a swig of Twig's. Honestly, I could Mm -hmm. drink that normally. Yeah, I would be fine with that. You know what it almost Mm -hmm. tastes like? And you're gonna probably game fuel. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah. say that. It tastes yeah. like, game, like fuel. game fuel with with natural sugar. Yes. Yeah, with, with it natural tastes sugar. like it tastes like non-death game <laughs> yeah. fuel. Yes, thank you, Twigs. Not a sponsor. Thanks, yeah, good job, Twigs. <laughs> All right. All right, we got the next one opening up here. So, first so Dan, one's not so bad. Dan, uh, how how is it streaming on Twitch, man? I did yeah. it like one time, and Me it was too. like I feel weird about this over Xbox. <laughs> I did it on PC. I was playing WoW. Yeah. I may or may not have been wearing pants. I, nah. I was I was for sure wearing pants during my stream. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, it's a little, little weird at first, but like once you get oh. the hang of it and you start getting start getting to know people, it's not too bad. Cool. Yeah. I saw you were on something else other than caffeine. Twitch. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I, I I tried doing a little bit, and it's not really my thing. I guess. Sodite. It is cool. I like the social aspect of it yeah. because um, with like Twitch, when you see that there's a viewer. Unless they speak up, you don't know who the person is that's viewing. Okay. But on caffeine, it actually shows, like, the name pop-up of who actually popped into the room, and you can talk to them and be like, hey, thanks for coming in. Like, that's cool. So I like that aspect of it, but... Nice. Yeah, I know a lot of the ones that are kind of trying to take some stuff away from Twitch. Yeah. They're trying to include more with the memberships. I know one has, like, 
loot boxes or something you can unlock yeah. as you do it, but yeah. I don't know what one that is. Maybe mixer. I, I've, I yeah. haven't used mixer. There's yet. like a bunch of them. All right, so All right, we got we're the up. next flavor. Next round. Ooh, here we this, go. This is a cola. I'm assuming. Oh, it smells. Uh, no, it's like a. It's got right, a beer cheers. beer sensation to Very, it. Sarsaparilla. Oh, root beer. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a root beer. root beer. It tastes like almost just like a root beer. No, but it? it's like, but not as sugary or foamy. Yeah, hmm. not yeah. as like. And we have like the. It's not bad. The freaking Speedway yeah. 500. Yeah. Yes. No it's way awesome. No, nope, we're gonna keep that. It's just all. That's how we roll. I like this one. This one is Boulder Birch Beer. Hey, it's birch beer. Birch That's beer. why yep. it tastes like root beer. All natural, made with. King sugar. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't do this. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Soda Company. Gotta make sweet, sweet love uh, to the microphone. Uh, they aren't buying you in with the, the sob story on the whole Yeah, there's no sob no, story. There's, there's not. It's, Let's see. It's, I'll, I got an idea. Here we go. Here we go. Getting a, a piece of bread. And, Nutrition uh, facts. Amount per <laughs> serving, 135 <laughs> calories. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yes. Uh, this has 36 grams of sugar. And 36 total grams of carbs. Ingredients, triple filtered carbonated water, evaporated cane sugar. What is evaporated cane sugar? And look at this label. It looks like a beer bottle. Yeah. It does. It looks like it's a crafty really cool. like, IPA or something. It's got a woodchuck on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be gone, woodchuck. So far, yeah. been good. Yeah. That's yeah. Honestly, bad. I haven't been. I, I haven't have had the urge to feeling. puke yet. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for the vomit taste one, but um, we're not sure. I mean, what would be the advantage of selling a, a soda that makes you want to vomit? Oh, well, I think it's the shtick of it. Yeah, it's like those Harry Potter jelly beans. Remember the yeah. vomit ones? Oh, we yeah, that's true. That. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll have you on as a guest. Yeah, maybe we'll do jelly bean tasting with the wife. With the wife. There's a whole shtick to that in one of the episodes. Oh, yeah? We were talking, and I just go something like, the wife. And I'm like, wow. I just called your wife the wife. The wife. (laughs) And I'm like, Katrina, he treats you very respectively. Always talks well of you. When I mean it's filled to the absolute they give you your money's worth at yeah. whatever this company yes. is. He really wants that loaf of bread. Let the record show this probably isn't Twigs because yeah. he can only afford a loaf of bread. Yeah. I uh, definitely am. Uh, I have tried the Twitch thing mm-hmm. and I, it's definitely really cool because I think it's something where a lot of people are just like, oh, well, it's so done already and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But, like the idea of getting just discouraged right off the bat. Yeah, I feel like, that was how I felt when I first did it. I'm like, yeah, this is. This I just did it because I downloaded uh, whatever it is, um, the open broadcast yeah. or whatever. I forget what the OBS. name of it is. OBS, yeah. 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 And I, I was just like, let that. me try this thing. And oh. I did. And this looks like uh, watered down pink lemonade. Yes. Or Pepto-Bismol. All right. Oh, Cheers. Smell it, though. Smell it, though. Ooh, it smells no, delicious. No smelling. smelling oh, come on. It smells allowed. Oh, this one's not right. bad. That's huge. It's like melony kind of. Okay, yeah. That one's not as good. That one tastes like a sour watermelon. You know what it tastes what? like? It tastes like stale ginger ale, like the... Mm-hmm. The, uh, oh yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like a like a Schweppes with car- cranberry. So in it. I know what that one was, and I was but, terrified. But here's the th- yes, the name is off. Oh, I know what it is. Um, yeah, mine. It reminds me of you guys. Definitely didn't have this big Harry Potter fan. So sorry, big Harry Potter fan. They had a potion set. Mm-hmm. It tastes like one of the nasty oh, packages yeah. that you mix together. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely tastes. Kind of like what it's going to say it is when you find out what it is. Oh, actually, it gives you what it says. Always, always ask Avery's fungal fruit. Yeah. 
It's yeah. so disgusting. So disgusting. Uh. <laughs> totally gross soda. It's pink passion fruit and lime. So it's a picture. I of definitely a, can taste the passion fruit. Yeah, it's a picture of that, but with mold spots on it. And it definitely, like, when you think about it, here's awesome. a World of Warcraft. It has that aftertaste that you're <laughs> like, this feels like, tastes almost like expired. Here's a World of Warcraft throwback. Things. It tastes like how I would imagine Zangar Marsh smells. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was really worried about that one, so that I'm happy. happy. No, no, that was I, I. I wouldn't like go out of my yeah. way to buy a six pack of it, but yeah. it's tolerable. I think that's one of the ones that if you saw the what it was beforehand, you get, it's yeah. probably worse. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, this is supposed to taste like rotting food, <laughs> and then you drink it, and you're like, oh, I can oh, taste what's, it. What's that fruit that everyone gets? That's like star fruit. Yeah, pomegranate. Like, yeah, it's like fermented, but like, and people love it, and I'm like, oh, oh it smells horrible. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. Is about. it Limburger fruit? I don't. They, know. Does Limburger has Limburger branched out right? from cheeses? Yeah, we make stinky other things too, you know. <laughs> yeah, we've cornered the market on stank. <laughs> but yeah, so that was yeah, that is kind of what I it's expected. An experience, you know, like I, I, um, I didn't wasn't even gonna be serious about it. I just kind of was like, you know what, I was playing Rainbow Six competitively mm-hmm. quite a bit and then i was like you know like i'm gonna play some pc and then started streaming a little bit more on ps4 and was like eh, give it a shot you know it's it was kind of like an outlet for me that's what's how it started was to be able to like kind of meet people and like nice meet people that liked similar stuff if you will and then it kind of grew into hey try to push some more you know yeah i think that's uh i don't think there's anything wrong with doing it because you just want to do it you know, and that's why yeah. we did this podcast. That's literally what we're doing right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's you know, do we have any illusion that thousands of people are going to listen to this every time you it releases? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And we enjoy it more. So now we have the next one. And looking oh, at controller space, this is, this is not. I know what this good. one is too. Yeah. Cheers! Cheers it up, bleach. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's like lemon lime on crack. Ah. Uh-huh. It's like a warhead. Did you ever yeah. uh, drink Citra growing up at all? Yes. That's what it reminds me of. Citra from Coke. They don't make yep. it anywhere, I don't think, but... It actually uh. has a little bit of a Surge flavor, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Surge. surge. It tastes a little bit like Surge. I can't believe Surge no, was revived. Surge. Yeah, I know. I could go for a Surge now. <laughs> they didn't survive. They brought it back. No, yeah. I'm saying they revived it. Yeah, they should. They should have revived, revived it years ago. Because it was horrible. Mountain Dew's better cousin. No, no it's yeah. better than Mountain no, Dew. No, it's horrible. <laughs> you drink it, and it feels like you're drinking gasoline. I totally could not disagree more. <laughs> I 1,000% disagree. And this is talking to a guy who has a giant Surge bottle that used to have Surge in it. Yes, but that doesn't qualify you as a person who knows Surge well, Surge obviously. <laughs> I, oh, this is the finest Surge in the county. <laughs> we got, what, two more left? Yep. Ooh. Just mix them for me. If you want, huh? you can mix them for me. If you <laughs> mix want. them together. Yeah, just put them all together. No thanks. Wait, you want to do that as the last one? Sure, sure. Yeah, we'll that's, mix all six together. Uh, so, so keep your. Little... Make sure you make sure you keep the bottle that we haven't used yet. To we're gonna need. To. A, we're gonna need a bigger cup. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. I don't want to drink more than a shot glass worth of whatever yeah. that's. How are you? Are you gonna make it? There's too much just stuff. A little to mix bit at a time. Glass. All right, yeah, I believe in. Fair Katrina. enough. Yeah, she used to be a bartender. She's an actual professional. Yeah, mixologist. Yep. Um, She's a for- so, what have you been playing on stream? Uh, mostly Stardew Valley. Um, mm-hmm. 
just because it's easy. It's, yeah, it's well, like a nice, easy, relaxing game to, to and talk it, to people. I was gonna yeah. say it lets you interact with the chat yeah. a lot more. Not stressful. I don't yeah. feel like I have to like put on some like impressive show to try to be the best I can at the game. I can just yeah. walk around and fish. Well, I feel really like that's idea. not what I watch Twitch streamers for, though. Like, not not what you were saying, yeah. like, having to be the best you possibly can be. Yeah. Like, I don't generally watch tri- uh, Twitch streamers to see the best ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's the people who interact with the chat and, like, you know, yeah. you're going to be reasonably good. If you're just dying all the time, that's no fun. But, yeah. Yeah. But you're right. not streaming Fortnite, so. Yeah. I'm not. That's why you'd you have 10 million viewers by now if you were streaming Fortnite. Cheers. Cheers. I haven't played that since it came out, actually. I played, like... I played for like a week. This looks like grape soda, kind of. It tastes like grape soda. No, it doesn't. Like a light grape Mm-mm. soda. Mm-mm. Oh, I it's like watered down yep. grape soda. I it, agree. It tastes like grape There's soda mixed with like grape light Powerade. <laughs> Gave me a little bit of a... Uh, you know what it reminds me of? If they took like the grape Laffy Taffy and turned it into a soda, that's what it reminds me yeah, of. Did I we say what that like last bottle was? Did we like, say that the last one was that sour one? Oh, we never actually mentioned what it was. Nope. Oh. We're terrible contest the people. Lemon one, right? the, the that was, yeah, that that was, was called was... Sour. Yeah. It's just yeah. called Sour. It's Twigs. Twigs. Ooh, oh, yeah, Twigs, twigs making Welcome a return. Back. Our boy. No. Just Sour. The family. We're, we're going to post this with their at on Instagram. Right yeah, we should definitely Here's have sponsored. the open bottles, a picture of all the open bottles. <laughs> this is always Ask Avery. It's so disgusting soda, yet again. Not fun. But it's called Monster Mucus. Oh, I like this one. I dig it. I was hoping it would actually be disgusting. And blue raspberry. Okay, that's what I'm getting, the blue raspberry. Mm. But mix them together, it kind of gives it a grape feel. Yeah, it does. Apparently, strawberry plus blue raspberry equals grape. I mean, it it makes sense because it's blue and red. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I'm disappointed because I thought it was going to be horrible. And it's really like disgusting names and that's it. Yeah, it's a marketing ploy. (laughs) So I was just about to tell you guys that I have never, not one time in my entire life, played Fortnite. And I don't have any regrets. You're not missing too much. I don't know. I loved Fortnite for a while. Yeah. But, like, it just Do you ever get sick of beating nine-year-olds? I mean, do you ever get sick of it? No. Never. never (laughs) It never gets old. I get get sick of getting beaten by nine-year-olds. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I get sick of. That's because that's all they do. They're not doing their homework. I promise. Yeah. I mean. What about Apex? You guys play Apex? No. No? I was, uh, somebody tried to convince me to play it, but I decided... Battle so the only yeah. the, the only game I've been playing lately is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I haven't played Odyssey yet. Oh man, I heard it's, really it's good. super good. It's yeah. probably and I've played most of the Assassin's Creed games. I would say it's probably the best Assassin's Creed since four. Yeah, and four I thought Black was Flag? I, that was the last one I played. I think. Yeah, Black. Like, I didn't like Black Flag no. as much as as four with Connor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, then I um and then of course you got my boy Ezio. Cheers, oh, yeah. cheers, cheers, to cheers. Ezio. Last one to Ezio. To Ezio, to yeah. Ezio. Eldatori. Ooh, that's cream soda. It's got that's, a little bit of vanilla in there. Yeah, that definitely tastes like cream. Cream soda. Yeah, I, I like that one. Actually, one I yeah, I could drink one. that one. That one's tasty. Dan would be very, very correct because it's <laughs> it's just called Crusoe's. I'm assuming dark Caruso's. cream. Caruso's. Caruso's dark cream Italian style. Ooh, soda. That's that dark cream. Where'd you got, get those anyway? Got runnings. That, runnings. Got yeah. that dark I cream. Camera would love those. Yeah, he loves cream soda. Um, I thought it would be like a little bit more like thick, mm-hmm. but it was pretty good. It's like a dark Guinness? cream. Like Guinness. That's like, yeah, that's like, we were, we were hoping for that to be like the coffee IPA of <laughs> yeah. sodas. So I was really hoping that, uh, one of these would just be like awful, but. No, they were all pretty no, tasty. They were all pretty good. It was cool trying different Wow, stuff. way to go, Corey. This was a terrible idea. They all are awesome. I and mean, you're not. I thought you were going to mix some <laughs> condiments or something. I was like, great. Oh, no, no, well, no. We still no, got to have our, that. we still got to have the, the oh, horrendous yeah. mixer. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, the, you can the big fit cup. I believe in you. Oh boy. <laughs> this might make you. I think you can do it in the little ones. I believe. Yeah. So now that we're uh, now that we're waiting for that, yes. Um, Corey, mm. what games have you been playing lately? <laughs> I uh I haven't been Pokemon. playing too much. Uh, Fire Emblem and uh, Borderlands Three. I'm a little jealous of Fire Emblem. I've been wanting to play yeah, Fire same. Emblem. I haven't played either one of those yet. Borderlands yeah. Three or Fire Emblem yet. Fire Emblem's really good for most of it, but they have like this obnoxious system where like you're a school teacher. Oh. And like you have to train kids, and like eventually they huh. grow up. It it's kind of like just too much for me. Like. Yeah. I like the idea that you're growing, like, I like the idea that you have to make choices on how you're talking to people. Yeah. And that affects the gameplay later on. Yeah. But I also don't like the fact that, like, I'm going to go fishing, or I'm going to go and do this, or do these random fetch quests. I'm like, I play Fire Emblem for the the tactical (laughs) combat. It's it's just like when World of Warcraft initiated the battle table thing, where you have to, like... You have to summon your troops from far off lands to fight far away battles. Yeah. That's not what people play WoW for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I like a lot of things with it, like classic Fire Emblem where it's like you get a character and that character is Dies. miserable. They die and it's over. Oh, right? that too. <laughs> but like you get a character and they're horrible and they're really hard to level the first few levels. So mm-hmm. most people are just like, nah, I'm not gonna play this person. Mm-hmm. But then like once they get like middle level range like mm-hmm. in this game i think it's like 20 they start becoming absolute badass yeah and they like i do something where i'm a little bit i overdo it a little bit so what i do is every time i level and unlock other classes a character can pick yeah i take every opportunity to do that so you can do battles that are like free like training battles yeah I will do one person or two people against that entire battle until they're max level and have that Grinded thing up. maxed out. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a grind every time. But then, like, you play the other missions and they actually feel, like, really strong. Yeah. But that's just me. So, Assassin's Creed Odyssey had my heart from the first part of the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. It grabbed me by the balls. Mm-hmm. It really did. Because the very first thing you do in that game is play as Leonidas in the Battle of the 300. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, the the opening scene is for you Sparta. playing as Leonidas. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I when I when I turn the game on and I'm and I'm looking at it, I'm like, is that? Oh boy, no, that shot. that can't be. There it is. That that can't be. Is that? It is. It's Leonidas. And then the next thing you know, you are Leonidas, and you're just like stabbing Persians with your spear and it's yeah, like oh yeah like, watch yourself you and, have to take this in one go too and um okay. <laughs> it t- the <laughs> part of the story is that Leonidas is like part of the assassin bloodline oh that's mm. cool and that like um I, I haven't gotten that far in the game to be honest because I'm trying to do like a com- sort of completionist because I yeah. don't have a lot of gaming time yeah. so when I do I do all the side quests yeah. and like everything but are um are you gonna have one She's not drinking this swill. All, All right, right, here we go. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> if I die, uh, here we it's go. been lovely. Jeez. That was delicious, actually. This is... Mine's good. Uh, what's it taste like? It's mostly that sour. Like, yeah. that sour killed all the <laughs> other flavors. Like... It tastes like when you bite into, like, a gobstopper. 
Yeah. <laughs> like when you have all yeah, those flavors. Like yeah. the inside, the Ooh. small part. Like I can do that. It's no big deal. The that's sour definitely like took all of the yeah. other flavors behind the shed <laughs> and put them down. <laughs> yeah. So like I was saying, um, from what I understand of the story so far, Leonidas is one of the the assassin bloodline and... Um, the, uh, Thank you, Katrina. Thank you, oh, Katrina. Everybody, a round of applause for our, the wife. For the wife. Good job, the wife. You did an <laughs> excellent you. job. Thank you for catering to us. And then say thank you to Willie. Who's thank been you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. He's been Thanks, a good boy. Will. He doesn't leave Mama's side. So yeah. You're stuck. All boy. right. Thank All right. you. Leave me again for you know actual fact checking because my husband. Yes. Go on, weird. About history. <laughs> Yes, that's hey. true. I guess we're staying in here in the podcast yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's the pod, good. The really? pod, though. Oh, oh maybe. Stop the Tide Pods, you know. <laughs> no big deal. He can stay. Yeah, he can stay. So, like I was saying, yet again, um, Leonidas is of the assassin bloodline, and there's all these artifacts that carry, like, power with them, mm-hmm. and Leonidas' spear is one of them. <laughs> So, like, at some point in the game, I can't remember, it's pretty close to the beginning, you actually get the fragments of Leonidas' spear, and you wield them as two one-handed weapons. Oh, that's interesting. I know. So, it's pretty awesome. And the thing I like about this Assassin's Creed is it, um, it plays a lot more like a traditional RPG, where you actually build the character, so you level up, instead of, you know, just playing through the story, you actually have a character you have to level, you have equipment, you know, there's gear upgrades throughout the whole thing, there's all the different gear qualities and um and you can do different weapon types so you're you're not locked into like oh you have a hidden blade or a sword it's like spears and pole arms and like mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff throwing knives yes throwing knives <laughs> yeah i speaking of yes damn that was how like, to throw some knives that, and axes tonight I, i'm not gonna lie that was a way better segue than we're used to yeah <laughs> i know you're oh, <laughs> calm down mr yeah, professional i mean come on i know you've been on higher level <laughs> podcasts than ours but calm down oh, you're nice. expecting way too much oh you're gonna make us look bad yeah so what did you think it was awesome yeah felt really good it's yeah. a very satisfying thing right mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely something where everybody's a little bit nervous at first but then yeah. once you're going it's like this is like i don't want to stop I, yeah i understand how this works i know i'm okay mm-hmm. we were supposed to do a podcast at 5 30 we didn't start it until almost seven o'clock yeah oh yeah <laughs> and it's a we do that a lot more often and we actually posted a picture online Oh, the soda's coming back <laughs> with a vengeance. <laughs> it's coming back. Where's the bucket? Where's the bucket? <laughs> um, but uh, we posted a picture of us, and we had thrown every axe and knife we had and stuck them all in the board, and that was legitimate. Yeah, that and, really happened. Uh, For all the haters out there. Yeah. Drinking their haterade, yeah. we did that. <laughs> so, but I mean, we were out there for a while to get it to happen. We're not yeah. going to act like yeah. it just happened it, like that. We, we were, we definitely, dude, perfected that. Yeah. It took us like forty tries to get it, but. God damn it, we got it. <laughs> yes, we did. You want to go out there, Weary? All right, Willie's abandoning the podcast. He's a turn- <laughs> These guys are ridiculous. He's a turncoat. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so was it as hard as you thought it would be? Not really. Yeah. I mean, it, it is It is kind of tough, like, um, you know, like kind of judging how hard you're throwing it sometimes. Yeah. Just because, like, you want to lay into it, but... Yeah, yeah you do. You really want to yeah. just hammer that thing yeah. home. Yeah, it's a lot less power and a lot more, like, just getting the... Technique. Technique. The and then axes are... Or, sorry, the knives are the only thing you have to throw with a little more gusto. Yeah. yeah. 
but the the axes have so much weight behind them that they just do all the work. Mm-hmm. Especially when we bought the big axe. Oh, the big axe. And I think that's one where we're definitely going to have to get a new target before we can really start. That's the BFA right there. Yeah, it's, uh, I think... <laughs> the big axe. <laughs> nope. It's like 30 inches long. No, it's got to be longer It's than longer that. than that. Yeah. It's... We're, not, we're talking about real inches, not men inches. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably three feet. Almost. Yeah, it's probably pretty close. Yeah, that. so it's... it's, but a, it's And, you know, like the man I am, I'm throwing that bad boy one-handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Bryson tends to think that, like, something appears not as manly. <laughs> it must not be manly at all. Yes, yes, because you are lesser of a man than me for throwing your giant axe with only two hands. <laughs> yes, that's... Even though you mostly just use the other one for direction. Yes, it's 100% less manly. It's yeah. completely unmanly now. <laughs> Totally. Because I've decided. Yeah, we went to throw the axes at the place we learned, and he goes, I'm only throwing them one-handed, two-handed, this, this girl. And I'm like, okay. Actually, you, you, you. for the record, I started out with a two-handed, and it felt like it just, was just terrible. And I missed like six times in a row throwing two-handed. He's like, all right, go to one hand and do it like this. And I hit it the first try. Yeah. And we used an axe that's similar to the one you tried that we the kept one sticking. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, it's they had a, set it's a tomahawk. But it's, it's technically not quite the same as a tomahawk. It's it's called a frontier tomahawk. Yeah, so that is by far my favorite to throw because it's pretty. Like once you get in a rhythm, mm-hmm. the, you stick and stick. And the stick. problem is, is that we can buy for like those the the medium axes that were yeah. out there that we were throwing that were the heaviest. Mm-hmm. Those, so it is coming back with a vengeance. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it wasn't the best idea to do that first. <laughs> <laughs> so. Those are like thirteen bucks at Harbor Freight, yeah. And you can, and they have a lifetime warranty. So if you blow the handle off of them, they'll give you another one. Really? The That's cold cool. steel, we would love to have a whole set of them, but they're forty five dollars each. Each. Yeah. So they are a little bit more of a investment. But now that mm-hmm. we know we're enjoying it, we might consider buying some more. Like I mentioned, we're thinking about doing league, so you'll obviously be invited, and we have yeah, plenty yeah. of. Access to and we'll out we'll build some better targets too. Yeah. And cough, cough, Cameron. If you're gonna join us, you gotta get you gotta get good. Dude. Get good, yeah, scrub. Get good. <laughs> get good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Is the other thing is we haven't gotten so good yet that yeah. like you can just pick up a different thing yeah. and instantly do it with yeah. reliability. We also speaking of that hand gesture you just did, mm-hmm. we are getting some shuriken. Yes, yeah. that's happening. Yeah, that's definitely like the. Even though they're super easy, they're just so satisfying. They are. Because it's just like, yeah. thunk, every time. Yeah. Just thunk, thunk, yeah. thunk. So it's... Oh. I guess the real question is when are we going to start throwing sledgehammers? Huh. We need some We're going to need a bigger, ho- a bigger wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and hopefully not hit the propane tank. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to do that. I mean, I don't own it, but there's a lot of propane that I paid for in that sucker. <laughs> yeah. So, now that Willie's gone. We can talk about animals. You have a cat. I have two. Two cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're more of a cat person? I like both. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have a dog. I have a dog. Obviously, mm-hmm. Bryson has a dog. Weary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I was... The only reason why I didn't get a cat is one... I think I'm more of a dog person. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah. cats, too. Yeah. But the other thing is my apartment is super small. So he got the biggest dog there is. <laughs> Yes, but I also <laughs> don't want to deal with a litter box in the apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's that, the only thing. I, I love snuggling with cats. Yeah. 
But I don't like the litter box thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. My dog snuggles. He does what mm-hmm. I like to call flop. He's 80 pounds, and he just gets right up next to you, stands up, and he's a tall dog, and then he just lets his body fall on you, and he flops on you, Yeah, and he is like a furnace. My dog flops, too. He's seven pounds. Yeah. He bounces (laughs) off. My dog decompresses you. Willie, or should I say, Cumbry, just poop and bounces off. Weary. Weary Weary. boy. Weary. He's, He's huge, dude. Yeah, huge. Huge. He's the size of my dog's head. (laughs) He's the size of your dog's dong. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Can you please not talk about my dog's dong? That's my child. Hot dog. Oh, jeez. But you want to talk about mine? Childs? How did you get your cats? So so I was with a previous um, girlfriend, Uh and uh, she moved in uh, and couldn't live there without cats involved, which was... I was like, uh, okay. So we got two cats, and we're no longer together, and I have the cats. <laughs> <laughs> They're my kids. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, that all the cats... actually sounds like a real child yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got custody and of the I divorce. Too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so all the cats my family has yeah. uh, were strays that just wandered into our yard. Yeah. Because legitimately, we live near so many farms, people will throw cats out the window... They'll put them in bags and just leave yes. them on the side of the road yeah. near it's the true. farms yeah. because people think, oh, it's a farm. doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not totally wrong. Cats do thrive on farms. They do, they do. But a lot of farmers, and I don't mean to generalize, but I know a lot of farmers, if there's cats, a lot of times they don't put up with them. And we'll say that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but two of our cats we saved and uh, one had like, a litter of kittens that was like six or seven kittens so i nursed those things to health for like three months it was like picking them up putting drops in their eyes some in their mouths jeez okay yeah for it was it was rough and i mean those things they started to learn but man it was fascinating to see like a somewhat feral cat Mm -hmm. trying to teach her kittens how to hunt because she would bring (laughs) back live things for them to kill (laughs) yeah and it's just like so this is this, this is nature. It's the circle of life. But now that feral cat is the largest, docile, most loving cat you'd ever know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she was. They said she was like only a couple months old when she had the kittens. Oh, so geez. like it was rough. Yeah. And um, she we're like no, we've got to keep this cat because nobody's gonna want this cat. Mm-hmm. She so, was in bad. The way I've always looked at cats and dogs, the reason why I landed on being a dog person is because I think of it as my pet is my most trusted companion, Mm -hmm. right? And (laughs) if I were to to die in my my living room, right, just kick the bucket and die Mm -hmm. and say I didn't have a wife and kid to discover me, if I had with my dog, he's going to bark and bark and bark and be super mm-hmm. rambunctious and eventually someone's gonna find me right if i have a cat they'll eat my face yeah so will say, dogs. <laughs> the dog waits a little longer the dog the has a little the decorum cat, the, the, you, the, you get cold the cat, wait, cat doesn't even wait for you to get cold yes cat can smell the death and it goes forward. sometimes you can wake up in the middle of the night and see the <laughs> quick, cat nibbling breathing. on your toes quick, oh he's sorry not breathing. he's not breathing oh sorry i was just checking and they back out slowly 
No, they have no shame. They'd be like, no. oh, sorry. They're like, oh, yeah, no, next not, time. No, they, they don't say sorry. Cats don't say sorry. They look at you and go, oh, yeah, I was nibbling on your toes. What are you going to do about yeah. it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> a dog is more your companion. Mm-hmm. A cat is like, hey, we both live here, <laughs> but this is my place. The cat's your roommate. Yeah, that's point. what it is. It doesn't the, pay yes. rent. The dog is like your subordinate, whereas yeah. a cat is your equal. Yeah. There you go. Cats yeah. look at you like, bitch, I own this place. I don't yeah. care how tall you are. I don't care how big you are. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, I don't need you for food. Down. I'll go yeah. kill that mouse though that's yeah. over there. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need you. Yeah, I love the video of a girl. She's acting like she's going to box with the cat. Oh, and yeah. then the cat just flips out and starts clawing her. <laughs> and she runs away and like the cat keeps going. It's like, well, you started it. Now the cat's like... Uh, don't Show start none. Won't be that's none. Like, that's like my favorite. That's like one of my favorite ones too. Yeah, because she just like gets caught off guard. And she's like, "What?" And she yeah. like falls down. And the cat starts whacking her. Dude, claws on the cats are no joke. Though. Yeah, yeah, they'll get you, man. They'll rip you apart. Yeah, my grandma, one of her cats, was there, my grandfather's cat. He mm. is gnarly. Mm. And there's that noise that cats make when they attack. When they're like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know it's bad when you're scared of something that's like. One big. (laughs) One one hundredth of your weight. You're like, why does this thing fill me with such dread at moments? (laughs) And it's like, I'm watching you, cat. And the cat looks right back at you and goes, oh, I'm watching you right back. (laughs) Uh, My grandma's cat actually left a claw in my dog's nose once. Yeah. Not a not not a fun time. That's, that's so. so a, I just yeah. I had to let a burp out, and it was so yeah. so violent. I couldn't hold it. Oh my god! Very professional. <laughs> so I do feel a little bit uh, uh, lesser now because I'm sitting with two people that are pretty good at music. They're musically inclined. I played we the try. violin in school just to get out of class. I never practiced it at home. Um, so obviously you play the drums as one of the instruments I know you play. Yeah. And then Bryson, I know you play the guitar. And more, but mostly guitar. But like, for me, I never felt the drive to play music, Mm -hmm. but I know you guys have been playing it forever. So I think that you express your uh, creativity in different ways. So like, I can play music on like a few different instruments and you are like able to draw and paint. And I can't even, I just can't even. Can't for dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, uh, like, if someone came up to me with a gun and said, draw me a sunset, bitch. Kill me. Actually, I've never thought about it that way. Because mm-hmm. I actually was taking piano lessons for a little while. And it's not that I don't get at how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying I was great at the violin, but I could do something. And people are like, oh, that, you know, okay. Yeah. Um. So I understand music. But I never was like to the next level where I wanted to do it. And then I watch one of my guilty pleasure shows, which is called Lucifer. Oh yeah. And he is plays. It yeah. It's I've am- never seen it. It's amazing. It? I, I, I definitely will watch it. Um, the, I can see why some people might be upset about like the religious part <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. But if you take that out and look at it, as it's fantasy. Acting and stuff, it's it's fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. Um, it's like the Joker. Yeah, exactly. But that actor is so talented when he plays the piano and sings. Really? Yeah, I'm like, I wish I could do that. So but maybe that's the wrong reason to be like, I want to learn how to play play piano. Just but when you say like the that. next level, there's always the next level. Yeah. Like, so with like guitar, for example, like I play basically just rhythm guitar. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. pretty good at it, and I can do like little licks and stuff. But 
I can't play like lead guitar. I don't mm-hmm. know like all of the all of the um, progressions and stuff yeah. like that. And um, I never felt the need to go that far. Yeah. And like I can only read music like in the same way that I can read French. Yep. Mm. Where like if I, I sit there, if yeah. I sit there for fifteen minutes, I can decipher it. Yeah. I can't just sit there and say, "Oh, look, nice," and then just play it. Yeah. But like, there's always that next level that you can go to. So it's just about taking that step. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, other than the drums, what instruments do you play? Uh, I play I play bass, guitar, drums, and very very light piano nice now for the record when he says he plays drums i've seen him play yeah. drums a bunch of times <laughs> i uh this I man am, shreds the drums. yeah i am right. no expert Excess. but i feel like there's something and again we're not here to like fluff anybody yeah. up yeah but i mean when i, I, I don't mind fluffing yeah. a little <laughs> but i think <laughs> just whenever cup, you're just cup them. whenever you're in the presence of someone that's really good and passionate about something you can feel it and the first time i saw you play drums Behind that plexiglass shield, (laughs) I'm like, wow, this is pretty legit. Yeah. Thanks, man. So you were the first person I ever saw use a double bass pedal. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, (laughs) yeah, so your family is very musically inclined as well. Yeah. Uh, Is that something your parents pushed you to do or did you all kind of just go that We honestly, um, for me, I was in uh, high school and I started playing drums. Okay. And, uh. I guess the drive was more they needed a drummer to play mm-hmm. um, on Tuesday night's church services and I was like I'll give it a shot I was playing nice. bass I started on bass before drums actually really yeah and then um, I was like yeah I'll give it a shot and then I checked it out and I was like this is cool and yeah I kind of just taught myself from there I, yeah, I, and that's something we both have in common yeah. is we both taught ourselves yeah. We yeah. didn't take lessons or anything, which is sort of a different thing than if you talk to somebody who's, like, classically trained. Yeah. yeah, they're like... Yeah, I like, never would have guessed <laughs> you started in high school. Yeah. Because I think the thing is, it's like, I think there's been studies that show, especially in music, the later you start... The harder it is. The harder it's it is. It's like a language, because music is a language at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, And it's... Studies have shown over and over again that you learn languages better at a younger age. But maybe it's something, too, where if you're involved with... Because, you know, my cousin, she was a music teacher, and now I forgot what her position. She's still some kind of teacher, like a principal or something. But uh, she knew a bunch of instruments, and she always said once you learn one of at least the same family, it gets easier and easier and easier. I started... So I didn't, I mean, I started technically with drums in fifth grade. Yeah. See, <laughs> no, I wanted grade. to be percussion, but they told me I couldn't because so, I played the violin. So here's, here's what was awesome. So <laughs> I remember very specifically mm-hmm. because when you're, when you do things like this, you remember. So in fourth grade, I played violin and mm-hmm. then we took the music aptitude test going into fifth grade. I don't know if they do it anymore, Yeah. but there was the fifth grade musical aptitude test mm-hmm. and I scored the highest in the whole district. And I felt like the king of the world. And they were like, you can play any instrument you want. And we only let people who score above a certain amount play percussion. So I was like, well, obvi, I'm yeah. going to play percussion. Beat stuff, you know? And so <laughs> I did for about six months. So I played violin for about six months and I played percussion for about six months. And then my mom was like, kill it. Too loud. <laughs> She's like, you're like, you, you need to pick you. You were supposed to pick one. And you didn't, and now you're stopping drums, so you're done. No more music no more. for you. She cut me off. No more music. What was the test? Uh, it was notes. They played notes, and it would be higher or lower, and like if you could tell which rhythms were different. Well, he never did that. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. 
Oh, you totally did. You just yeah. don't remember it. The only reason I remember it is because I scored really Prada? highly. Dude, no, I'm guaranteeing. Mr. Prada? No, I went to Ansel. <laughs> oh, that's right. And yeah. I'm telling you, what we did is uh, we, in fourth grade, you have the option to start strings sooner. Yeah. Because it's like. Which more, I did. And which I did because they're like, you get to get out of class. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Out of class, you say. <laughs> so then I wanted to switch to percussion. But we had like five people that had already done it. And she's like, no, you're doing the string. That's it. But we never tested for anything. So you just filled did. what you wanted to do. We did a music aptitude test, and they said you have to score at least a 90, I think like a 94 out of 100 to be considered to play to play the percussion. And also, like, I don't Which ever never made sense for me, that. because it was mostly musical, like, <laughs> yeah. t- intonations. Mm-hmm. So, like, what? who cares about intonation when you're playing the drums? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that percussion is easy. Oh, it's far from it. Yeah, but, like, the problem was that, like, you got into percussion, and at least in, I remember in my elementary school, it was, like, a gong. Yes. Yep. Well, actually, for, for you know why they, you had to actually score high is because in my elementary school, when you did percussion and you were the higher scoring person, you played xylophone. Okay. They did have the xylophone, so maybe that's what it was. So I started out, they gave you, like, a snare drum, like, one of those little plastic, like, yeah, padded pads, to, yeah. with snare drum to, to take home. And then you would play the uh, xylophone. So honestly, I never remember taking a test, but maybe I did. I, I bet you did because well. I remember very specifically them telling me that I did the best in the district because that stuck with me. Yeah. I I remember very little from my childhood, and that is one of the things that stuck. I think they were lying to me. <laughs> no, because I remember the person who scored behind me. Who's that? Tyler Hill. Oh. Wow, dropping names on the Babylon. Name He's never gonna never Go gonna listen H. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we can yeah. bleep that out anyway. But like, <laughs> unlike everybody else, you've actually gone somewhere with your music. Yes. <laughs> right. So yeah. how's that going? It's going good. Uh, right now, we are in the process of writing a new record. Um, nice. We have like 13-ish songs. Uh, we've been kind of debating on whether we just want to write more and just do two records. We'll see. Nice. So, do you do actual records? I was just yes. going to ask Yeah. That. Yep. We did actual vinyl. We had... Um, we did two pressings. We had an uh, orange and red one and a blue and black one. That's sick. Yeah. That's really, really sick. Cool. Considering that, like now, more and more everything's going like all digital. Yeah, it's really cool to hear that you're actually doing it the old school way. Yeah. Well, yeah. I heard it's gotten so popular now. Like the wait list for the places that still do it are mm-hmm. getting longer and well, longer. Not for nothing, they sell vinyl at Walmart again. Yeah. yeah. And you, you can. They have like an actual section now. So I don't know if you want to say a little bit thing about the band. Yeah. 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 Go for so, it. like, what the name is and a little bit about it. So the band is called Trench from yeah. Syracuse, New York. Um, I was in a band prior to this one. Uh, the band was called Honey, mm-hmm. and they were from Buffalo. Uh, so a lot of traveling during that yeah, time period. Yeah, that's tough. And um, and uh, I just uh, I it was getting to be too much. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of uh, mental stuff I was going through as well at the time. So I was like, I'm gonna cut my ties and you know. I don't want to hold you guys back. Yeah, much. right. So I bought a guitar, I bought a bass, and I just started like writing my own songs. And then uh, Chris uh, in Trench actually messaged me. He was like, hey, dude, uh, we had a letter drummer go. Um, he actually asked me originally mm-hmm. to play the drums because they started in 2015. Okay. And uh, he emailed me like a few song ideas he had. And he was like, hey, you want to – I see you're a drummer and stuff. Like, you want to get together sometime and play? And like at the time – I was going through a divorce, so it, mm-hmm. didn't, it didn't. It just didn't seem like a good idea for me. Yeah. And then um, 
second time came around, I was like, hey, give me a second chance. Let's yeah. do it. So Heck yeah. He, nice. They messaged me, and um, I joined in uh, October, beginning of October 2017. We recorded in December of 2017. So now, so two just months. about two years from then. Yeah, well, two months uh, from me joining to recording. Oh, Actually, wow. That's a lot recording. of practice in two months. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, so... I just wanted to ask you, you said, um, you said you were going through some like mental stuff and you said that you started writing songs and stuff like that. Did you feel like that was a big time, like, um, outlet for that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause that's something that I do too. Like I have like a a small little notebook that Mm -hmm. I write songs in Yeah. and like when I'm going through some shit, I'll try and get it out. You know what I mean? Get it out on paper. That's kind of crazy because again, I've never made the connection between like, I know music's an art and I know art like drawing and paintings and yeah, art yeah but when i went to my second stint in college was mm-hmm. for illustration yeah and i was going through a lot of stuff then too mm-hmm. yeah like just crazy mental stuff and i would do paintings and drawings that reflected yeah. the state of yeah. my thing and like some of it was pretty like i look back at back at it i'm like wow that's pretty crazy you, that i did that and when you look back at it it kind of brings you back too. yeah and um did, do you ever show any of that art to anybody? I actually showed it, some of it to people in my class. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, I don't think anybody really got it for what it was. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget one. A girl did, and it was incredible to me. She did a watercolor painting of her father in her in his casket. Ooh, wow. And, that's dark. And like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And she goes, or she, she said like, Everyone was kind of, and she goes, listen, I understand this is weird, but she goes, you have no idea how much this has helped me. Yeah. So I definitely know that Mm -hmm. because just like a couple of months back when my grandma passed, Mm -hmm. um, my uncle sent me a recording of him because my uncle and I, he actually kind of helped me get into guitar originally Mm -hmm. and he's always written songs. And, um, I played at my grandfather's funeral in 2008, I played a song that he wrote for his grandfather who passed away. Oh, wow. wow. And um, that was really cool. And then when my grandma passed away, he, like, two days later, sent me a recording that he did on his iPhone of him playing a song that he wrote for her. That's awesome. Oh, wow. And then he inspired me, and then I ended up writing a song. Like, two days later, I sent that to him. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we both... We're like, are we gonna play this at the funeral? And um, and we we did, and we ended up both doing our songs, and it was it's it's super terrifying because oh, yeah. you're going up there, and it's something like, and when I say that, like I poured my heart out into it, yeah. like it, it really is, like I vomited my emotions onto the page, yeah. yeah, and then to go up and then take that vomit and put it on display in front of you know a hundred and fifty of your closest friends and family the last moments yeah, yeah. you know it's very that was it was intense it's yeah. really that's the best way i can explain it it was really intense you get so deeply attached to it so like the thing is i guess for me perhaps i was a little lucky that i could veil it under things that like you know oh i read a book and this is what i'm doing the the project on Mm-hmm. But, like, I had imagery in it that was very much supposed to be about what I was going through with my life at that right. moment. But I could veil it as, like, that. So everybody's looking at all Smoke the... Mirrors type yeah, thing. like, you know, yeah. so for me, it was an eye-opening experience going through art school because I look, even to this day, at everything completely differently. 
Yeah. You know, and I, I it's such a blessing because I mean, and this is going to sound like we're taking a weird turn, but in art school, you have to do figure drawing that's with a new model yeah. there. And everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody gets like, <laughs> they are either that where they joke about it, or there were some people that had no idea it was coming and they were uncomfortable. And for me, I had done my research. I knew this was going to happen. Right. Yeah. And it's something where, like, once you get into it and really, like, that's my favorite. Figure drawing is now my, like, favorite type of art. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, you had from very fit people to a guy that I think was, like, 300 to 400 pounds. Draw me like your French girl, Yeah, Corey. and, like, <laughs> but it, it teaches you such an appreciation for, like, the human body. People. You know? Yeah, and, like, I prefer drawing people that aren't, like, from, like, a magazine. Yeah. You know, the other day... I don't, we, know, I, I don't think you can fit me on a page. <laughs> we were at a Denny's and there was an old guy sitting there. And I mean, he was balding, but he had like his face told so much more of a story yeah. than anybody else who spent like the whole day doing makeup and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, to me, I'm like, I wish I could take a picture of him to draw later without being weird. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I think having any kind of creative outlet is such a blessing that a lot of people take for granted. Yeah. Is kind of what I'm saying. Like, it can change your whole worldview. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and I, I think music, I've never thought of music as that <clears throat> until, like, we've kind of talked a little bit about it now. So, mm -hmm. that's well, pretty Well, I'm awesome. glad we could open your eyes to see <laughs> that art takes many forms. Well, I, and again, I'm not saying that music isn't an art, but just it's, it's, it's how you perceive form. the... Yeah. yeah. It's a different form. So, I consider... Any anything that where you can actually express your emotions and your humanity, anything where you can take that and bring it from the inside out, to me that's a form of art. Yeah. Oh, the vulnerability. You know, just like being like. I, I think most most of the best things that we see nowadays is they came from dark places. You know, yeah. like a lot of the best piece of art, whether it's movies, video games, music, art. And people used to things. joke about that. Yeah. Because I think it's a lot of people dealing with their own insecurities. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people try and have this illusion that everything is going to be nice and shiny and stuff. And that just sets you up to make the darks even worse. Yeah. yeah. You know? Whereas the opposite is true of the other way. So yeah. if, you, if you're coming from a dark place, you know, the light is always brightest in the dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, that's something that I had to talk with somebody. <laughs> and they're like, I'd rather have my darks be really dark and my lights be really light. Because yep. mm -hmm. if you stay in the middle, sure, you might be content, but you'll never have really great things because you never have really bad things. You don't appreciate it. You know, much. that's one thing <clears throat> that I, where I differ from you guys on a little bit is um, I have a kid, right? Mm -hmm. And the most interesting thing about having a kid has been that, um, you know, when I was like a single guy back in the day, like my highs were like, on a scale of one to 10, my highs... I didn't know this at the time, but my highs were like a two or a three. No. My lows were like, you know, a one or really, no, they're probably more like a two or a three. Like yeah. it's all there. Yeah. And <clears throat> then I got married and then that changed things. And now my highs were like a four or a five and my lows were like a one, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, but now that I have a kid, my highs are like a 10 yeah. and my lows are like a negative 10. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, for instance, if we look at me or Dan, like for me, it might be. You know, working on with you starting a business yeah, is like a high, mm -hmm. but it could also be a really big low because you're taking that risk. You joining a band and or even 
starting on Twitch and maybe try and make a go at it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people won't even bother because they're so worried about failing Mm -hmm. that they never try for the really high success. Mm -hmm. More people are more content just to stay in the middle. And we've we've been making a conscious effort, and this is something I think everyone should try and do, of instead of listening to the voice inside that says... Nah, you probably shouldn't because you might not might not work. Yeah. Instead of listening to that voice, you just go, you know what? F it. Let's mm-hmm. try this. Yeah. We'll Let's see if it happens. That's kind of too where the... So I don't know if you know the whole story about how we even got into throwing axes, no. but I'm involved with a men's only book club. Okay. So it's a group of guys that get together and meet and we try and like talk about stuff and we read books. Yeah. And uh, originally everybody thought it was a joke. And I'm like, no, I want to hang out with guys that are going to push me to be better. Yeah. And so now we try and do new and interesting things. And it's very easy to be like, it's a Saturday night. Mm -hmm. I want to just lay around, watch TV or play video games. Mm -hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with playing video games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I have this opportunity to go learn something new. That might be cool. Why not try it? And I mean, a bunch of people were like, oh, that sounds dangerous or no, nah, I don't think I'm going to be good at any good, so I'm not even going to try. Mm-hmm. That was like, not my response. My yeah. response was, oh, that sounds awesome. How much does it cost? How much does it cost? <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, so. And then you told me, and I was like. <clears throat> but he still came. I still came. But, uh, I mean, now you see where it's something that's, like, really cool, and we don't have any pressure on each other to really, like, you know, we're trying to get better together, and it's just fun because it's almost zen because you have to get in that groove where, like, everything you do is focused on it. You're not, hmm, I wonder what I'm going to do later when you're mm-hmm. doing it. It's like everything's the board and the axe or the knife, and that's you. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I imagine people who actually care about bowling do something similar. I think I, <laughs> yeah. I, I would venture to say that no one has achieved enlightenment by throwing axes. How but... do you know? Martial artists and yeah, but go that's hand different. Hand. I mean, that's different. Maybe wow. not. Maybe yeah. we'll. Maybe we're gonna invent axe jutsu and we're gonna be <laughs> axe MMA. <laughs> I don't know if that'd be a good idea. That's a blood sport. They used to do that back in the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dan, Dan is not vouching for bringing that back, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> oh man. But um, we don't need gladi- gladiatorial blood sports, right? Yeah, I think that's something. It's you know everybody gets so locked up in the fear of failure. And for Including, us, I mean, I've been there hundred yeah. percent. I think and everybody I mean, kind of goes through it. You know, you're all. It's just something where it's like, okay, we've, Bryson and I have made a conscious effort to kind of pursue it. Our other thing we keep trying to pursue is uh, eating better, but that obviously isn't going well. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's tough. But I think the problem is every, you put so much pressure on it, on anything, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I got to be really good. Like if you went into Twitch streaming, like, man, I got to have affiliate by the end of the week. I got to be shroud. Yeah. I got to be this great thing Mm -hmm. or it's not even worth doing. Yeah. It's it's tough because I don't think we're wired for half measures mm-hmm. or like w- with all the stuff we take in, we're not wired to be like, okay, I have to understand that this is going to take time. Mm-hmm. And if I fail, that's okay. Yeah. We're very much, okay, I failed. Never doing I that again. Hey, I tried it. You know, that's kind of the mindset I went going into this. I was just no. like, you know, I'll give it a whirl. If it sucks, it sucks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's to me, it's more about enjoying the ride. Yeah. So like if it's something I actually like doing. That I'm, it's worth doing. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Something I love about Twitch is something that you lose a lot in gaming now. Mm-hmm. Is it very much used to be about 
getting people together yeah and hanging out like he you know you would get together and talk and just meet with people and yeah. sometimes it'd be a single player game and you're all just watching dude them. we were talking about that earlier mm-hmm. i remember me and your brother cameron yeah we would sit behind you in your in the room upstairs in that small house over by the middle yeah, school 16 and and we were we were in middle school yeah and you were in high school yeah and we would sit there and watch you play dreamcast for like three hours yeah. and yeah. we would just we wouldn't even say anything yeah. we'd yeah. all just be sitting there watching video games yeah and that was, was how twitch began yeah and that's <laughs> we, i was your yeah. first subscriber yeah. there you go. <laughs> i mean that's it's something where it i think people you're losing a lot of the social aspect because even though games are more social than they've ever been yeah you're losing the social yeah because i think there's a balance i definitely like we've all seen the stories and i've met people that i've never met physically in person but know very well just from online yeah, yeah. But I think you missed like the connection where it's like, hey, we're in the same room. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that's what's kind of cool about Twitch. And I think the streamers I enjoy might not necessarily be the top of the line, most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong, I like watching people that are really good at it because it's like, wow, like they're really good. I mean, it's I impressive. have a couple. I have a couple dirty, dirty, uh, guilty pleasures like yeah. Asmund Gold. I, I don't even ever, know who that is. He's a WoW streamer. Okay. He's, he's Pretty much notorious for being like the having the most toxic community in WoW. Like Tyler One, he, he, dude, his it's hilarious. Like when they were doing like um, beta testing and stuff, he would like be like, "All right, you guys want to do a stress test? How about everyone watching the stream comes to the gates of Stormwinds and starts dueling right now?" <laughs> and there he would show up, and there'd be like literally like you know five thousand because his streams get like thirty thousand viewers yeah so he'd have like five thousand people outside the gates of Stormwind, and the server would crash yeah that's like mm-hmm. uh my dirty secret is ninja which i finally unfollowed but it's something like back in the day when i used to like fortnite yeah and you're trying to watch to maybe get a little bit better without a doubt he was one of if not the best yeah. just general players mm-hmm. and it's like you can't can't ignore I, that his personality and how he acts was just I hated that, but the like scale of it. I, don't, I never liked PewDiePie, but I, you know, I I, I did obligatorily subscribe to him on YouTube. Right? I I still watch some of his stuff. I don't think I've ever watched a PewDiePie video, but I did subscribe to him because I yeah. mean, that was in the push when I I subscribed to him back when it was uh, was it like. Uh, What's the the Indian um, channel? T series, yeah, T series. Oh, yeah. When when T series was about to like overtake him, and they had that wave where everyone's like, "Gotta subscribe to PewDiePie." Yeah. I, I subscribed. Yeah. See, I subscribed to him way back when, back when he first started playing the game that made him famous, which yeah. was Amnesia. I'm yep. not claiming to say oh, that did, that made him. Yeah, Amnesia yeah. made him famous, and he's an awkward kid. That's a typical awkward guy mm-hmm. on the internet yes, who finally is. finds a voice, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I'm not a fan of a ton of his stuff, but some of it's fairly good. But I think he gets a lot of flack that he shouldn't. Yeah. But that's just the internet in general. I think, you know? for, me, I think for me, it's just like the personality that I just, I, yeah. I don't really jive with. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think the um, the earliest streamer that I was following back in the day was probably Soda Poppin'. Never watched. Still, that he's still. Yeah, he still is. Yeah, he's another. He's another WoW streamer, mostly. I think he streams other stuff too, but there's something like when you look at PewDiePie, mm-hmm. he's been someone that's like consistently been delivering, and that you have to respect as well. Mm-hmm. And everyone oh, yeah. always says, "Oh, it must. It's so easy to do that." And it's like, 
it no. never is that's the thing too with, with streaming is like it's like you're constant like you're you're always yeah. trying to constantly like try to like think better about how you can fix something or yeah. like you know you're always creating stuff and i think a lot of people just think that you just hop on you, you pop on a, a camera a mic and you play a game i mean yeah. you can do that but like if you really want to like try to make monetize it yeah, yeah. you have to it. treat it yeah. like a job oh yeah that's yeah. the thing is you can never go casually into it and expect anything to happen true um some friends and i did you ever play the game evolve oh yeah yeah a little it's, bit yeah turtle rock studios is one of my favorite game developers mm-hmm. um they made the original left for dead i was gonna say yeah and uh i was hyped about left for dead for five years before it released mm-hmm I mean, they didn't even have footage. Jeez. It was just a concept. How did you survive that much hype? That's it was... Four years I, of hype. Like, if you my head would explode. Scott, Scott's literally like, yeah, like, Corey was, like, on their... Foamy at the mouth. Um, forum. Give like, it me. Years before it was even a thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh... It released my first year in college, mm-hmm. and the demo was horrible. But I'm like, we all have to download it, and we're all like, oh no, this. And I'm like, it's got to be good. It's gonna be good when it released, and it was amazing. Yeah. And Evolve started this whole craze where it's four people versus one. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones to do it before Dead by Daylight. And... Yeah. 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 Like they, and they get no credit because um, it's really tough to say why if there was a Wasn't lot the some issues. Kinda, isn't that what kind of screwed over? Like I can't least... remember the whole story. The big thing was that because it was the first of its kind, there was a lot of things with balance. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's very tough for one person to beat four without being overpowered. Yeah. So it was it was tough, and not a lot of people were getting the game. But they had a pro scene for a while, and then eventually Turtle Turtle Rock handed it over to somebody else and it went i think it's still free to play mm-hmm. but they started like having no like effort into it but uh me Just went in the autopilot and left it yeah me and a couple friends were actually seriously considering streaming it because i'm a gamer that i used to be really good when i was a kid but my shtick is i'm always very good at the things that people suck at That's yeah me. <laughs> yeah i'll never forget back in when we played vanilla yeah Vanilla Wow, mm-hmm. Corey was a melee hunter for yeah. like for like a yeah, solid like a, two months. Yeah, and he's the like, thing is, dude, I think I can do a melee hunter survival build, yeah. and I'm like, nobody does that. I'm like, that's really stupid. And like, you know what? He killed things. Yeah, yeah and, not very uh, efficiently, but <laughs> um, it was a lot more work. Yeah, but um, so in that game, there was the tracker, and no one wanted to do the tracker because originally it was the idea that you know. The tracker tracks. Everybody mm-hmm. else can kind of mark it, but yeah. they were responsible of figuring out where it was. Mm-hmm. Everybody was complaining. It's too hard to track the monster. I can't find it. I had zero problems. Like, I would get messages from people that I must be cheating. Use an, uh, use an aimbot? Yeah, and it, it's a, <laughs> a search bot. So, like, we were actually very good at it. So, we were mm-hmm. seriously considering, like, streaming it mm-hmm. just because we enjoyed it and mm-hmm. we wanted to see the game succeed. And sadly, like, there was a YouTuber that was big into it, and he put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. And when the game died, his that whole thing vanished. Honestly, I feel like these days, the only game that I would really want to stream personally is D&D. Yeah, D&D mm. is not a streamable game. Sure it is. No, it's not. So, here's the thing. It, it, D&D okay. has streams that are successful. Well, one. And that one, really... <laughs> is Critical Role, which is done by a bunch of voice actors. 
Because the thing with D&D is when you look at when you're within the game, you're emotionally invested. Mm -hmm. You have a lot going on. If we were to record it and you watch the six, seven hours we play, you're like, why would anybody want to watch this? Mm -hmm. So maybe not stream, maybe not stream, but I could see it being like a podcast format. There are successful podcasts. Um, um, One of my favorite, and I'll drop them a line here because they're amazing, is Sneak Attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've listened to them before. Yeah, it's amazing because yeah. they, um, they're people that are friends, but they also try and play within the realm of their character. So mm-hmm. they make decisions that make sense to the character, and there's no favoritism. Oh, that's cool. Um, so it's really cool. Uh, they go a lot with the role play, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I would suggest listening to it, even if you don't play in D anD. d Have you ever played D anD. d Dan? Man, I've you know, watched, I've watched people play, but I've never actually played myself. Oh, I feel like you would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always it's always interest uh, interested me. But oh, well, our table is growing. I'll have to invite you. Where, yeah. where do you guys play? You guys play right here, right here. Oh, not that far. This is so. This yeah, place is the. Plays. This is oh. the. This is the axe throwing extravaganza. <laughs> the three D printing studio. The podcast studio. The workshop. D and D dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> so I. In my experience, because I generally run the game, because not many people want to, mm-hmm. um, but when I run it, I have a lot of experience running for newer people, and I tell everyone that I run a game for that I run the game drastically different than most other people do. Yeah. I like consequences. So, for instance, if a dragon flies by and you're level one and you're like, I'm going to take down that dragon, nope. you're probably going to get eaten and you have to make a new character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have real consequence. Mm-hmm. You'll play with a lot of people and they say, oh, well, characters can't really die because people might get upset. However, I am very lenient and if you come up with a cool idea and it's a slight adjustment of the rules, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also push to have everyone cooperate in the story and build the world yeah i am not interested in sitting down and writing the history of this world and then forcing you guys to play in my world instead i let your decisions kind of build the world so everybody has like a stop and right now the game that we're playing is like a very open world sandbox style yeah so there's not like one cookie cutter adventure that we're doing it's more like Here's this world that Corey created the skeletons of, yeah, and that we're sort of building within it. So, like, yeah. my character in the game right now is building a thieves guild oh, from sick. the ground up, yeah, and um, like the Wath, her character is um finding out that she is like one in a billion, yeah, um, able to use magic in this world basically without magic, yeah. So how it started is I said we're gonna run a D and D game with almost no magic and you have to play a human. I'm cool with that. And so most <laughs> people are like, "What? I want to play this." And it's like, so my goal is that didn't bother me because yeah. as soon as he said where what type of yeah, it's like a Renaissance <laughs> he goes, Italy theme. He goes, oh, nice. "It's game. Italian Renaissance," and I'm like, I looked him dead in the eye and I said, "Can I be an assassin?" Yeah, <laughs> and um. <laughs> So that's another thing is, I'll get back to the other point, uh, the other guy that plays Scott, he said the same thing, and he's like, but Bryson wants to be that, I don't want to be the same thing. And a lot of people will push players to play different things to fill out the party, quote unquote. But we don't do that. We yeah. don't have a healer in our no, party. No, and that's the thing is like, video games, that's one of the worst things they ever did for D&D, is because 
I encourage people to approach the situation how it would happen in real life. Mm -hmm. In real life, you don't have somebody walk up and be like, I'm the tank. Yeah. Attack me. me. Yeah. So, like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, I'm like, you guys have to figure out how to use your strength. And it does make the game more difficult. Yeah. Because if you don't have a tank to sit there and hit, get hit by the boss, and then a healer to make everyone not die... There's a real good You're chance you could screwed. die. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because we all basically play damage characters, which is completely fine, and I think it's interesting. Like you look at Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. there's no guy that's like, "Hold on, I'll stop this boulder with yeah. my shield." Yeah. So, like for example, in the last last adventure that we did, mm-hmm. um, we came up the final boss of where we left off, and yeah. I still on the cliffhanger here is kind of bothering yeah. me. <laughs> so. The last last time, uh, the big monster, I always get the last hit. I don't know why. I just always somehow end up with the last hit. But basically, there's this big monster. I didn't know. So I, as an assassin, I go in and I do like crazy burst damage. Like that's what assassins do. They come in, they do crazy damage mm-hmm. on and one target. One person. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I unleashed all the fury on this thing. Like just rolling great. Unleashed mm-hmm. all this damage. And Corey goes, that's cool. It it didn't even flinch. Yeah, because it was it was undead. Imm- it was that undead. Was immune to any oh, normal nice. stuff. So and as an assassin, I literally only have physical damage. Yeah, until so, he gets magic weapons. Right, so I'm like slicing at this thing, did nothing. So yeah. I'm like, how can I help take this thing down, right? So I end up, at, by the end of this thing, going... Corey, I have rope in my bag. Can I use the rope? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, is there anywhere I can wrap the rope around this thing's neck? Yeah. <laughs> so I wrap the rope around the thing's neck, and then I drag it down, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then I end up, uh, what, who was there it? There was that, fire, and you used there, that. Yeah, I was going to say, because there was, I, I used the my swords, I coated them in oil or something or whatever, yeah. and then lit them on fire, and <laughs> then attacked them with mm-hmm. fire blades. Yeah. And, um... And that was how we did it. But that's kind of shows like how like varied and weird the game can be. But like yeah. it forces you to think outside the box. Yeah, exactly. I, I encourage people so especially when they're newer, mm-hmm. I do a little bit of coaching. Because a lot of people are like, Oh, it's up to you, I'm very hands off. Mm-hmm. But me it's like I want I have to change the way you think. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, Okay, it's encounter time. That's not always how it's gonna be. You can talk your way out of some Sometimes you want to avoid the fight because you can't win it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, there, I always encourage people to think. So, Bryson fell a little bit into that the last time. It's like, well, wow, I can't do anything to this. And I'm right. like, like, I was, so I, I had, and he, he admittedly got a little frustrated. So, instead of letting that go, I'm like, listen, is there anything you can do? <laughs> and I, meanwhile, like, they're in an enclosed space and they're using fire. I'm like, smoke's starting and it's starting to get hard yeah. to breathe. So, like, there's so many aspects to it, but it's all about building a story, and that's what I try and push with people. So we'll have to get you. Yeah, when you guys in when sometime. Do you usually get together like once or twice a month. Yeah, once cool. or twice a month, usually on a Saturday night, sometimes Friday night. Sick. Um. Yeah, it's a pretty good time, man. It's it's different, and it's um, I don't know. It it's like um, it's like using creating a video game with your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and I it's always different. And uh, I think I've said it before on the podcast, maybe not, but my favorite time, we were sitting there and it was just, the starting group was Bryson, his wife, the (laughs) wife, and Scott. The wife. They talked for 45 minutes in character 
to each other and I didn't have to say a word. That's awesome. And they were just trying to figure out what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like they had some crazy voices or something no, like no. that. Yeah, we were every- like, all right, you're carrying for there. Yeah, so everybody thinks, oh, oh, to get in character, I have to dress up and make up. No, it's just, well, you, you can, yeah, you, you can. But yeah. you have no to one's going to stop you. You have to like think, well, what would my character do? Yeah. And I mean, it's tough, especially with newer players. I mean, Bryson falls into it. Scott, yeah. who's my most seasoned player that joins every group I make, mm-hmm. he still falls into it. But he's getting better, and I, everybody does it where it's like, well, I know this is going to... Yeah, I don't want to do this because I know it's going to mess my character up. Yeah. But then you go, wait, mm-hmm. my yeah. character would absolutely do this. Like, yeah. I have no choice. Because, yeah. like, you can make choices about, like, what your stance is and alignment, it's called. Yeah. So, like, a lawful character has a set of laws that they won't do. So, like... They have a code. Some will be, like, you can't take money from people that can't afford to lose it. Mm-hmm. But most people will ignore that and just take the money anyway. And it's like, it's always easy to pick something when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, now we're going to start tying this into life a little bit. It's very easy to say, I want to do this thing. And it's easy up until the point it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead like, of sticking to it. Yeah. So like the idea that I'm not, for instance, people are like, I want to play a pacifist with that's missing an eye and can't do this. And it's like, <laughs> okay, <leg. laughs> well, this is how this is negatively going to impact you. Well, yeah. I thought it would just be cool. And it's like, so you want to have all these quote unquote cool things about your character, mm. but you don't want it to have any impact to the game whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So there's no skins in D and D. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before with the wavelength of life. It's yeah. like people, you know, they want to stick where they are and not take too much risk, but they still want the highs. Yep. And it's like those highs they aren't going to the be benefits, anything. But they don't want to put the work into Exactly. That. So I think that that little tied up in a knot moment is like the perfect time to start wrapping up this podcast. Yeah, That's man. Good. So, so what'd you think? It was great. First guest. Yeah. It's uh, got some sodas. Yeah, some, shot, some soda shots. And, yeah, man. Yeah, so awesome. do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yes. Um, you can find me on uh, uh, any social media platform at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's everywhere. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Instagram is uh, at Nosferatu underscore D underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitch is uh, twitch.tv slash Nosferatu underscore D. And then Facebook, if you want to check the music out, uh, the band is Trench from Syracuse, New York. And uh, you can catch us on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or whoever else has it. I know Apple's kind of done, I think, now. but um, And on YouTube. So, nice. And we'll do our best to drop a few links in yeah, the exactly. uh, in, yeah, the, in the in the description. Yeah. yeah, I definitely know. I've been uh, trying to share everything I can. So yeah, I appreciate it. We'll make sure you yeah. got all that. But uh, I think that's it for that. So thanks awesome. everybody. Yeah, thank thanks you. for listening. Thanks for having me. Later. Later. Seltzman. It's a full metal brachimist.